Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. This week, we are on part three of our series, Overcoming the Lies of the Enemy. And this week's lie is, the music that I listen to doesn't really matter. And I know, I know, before we get started, you love your music. I totally get it. And so I'm not here to tell you that you can't listen to secular music. I'm not telling you to throw away all of your music. I just want to encourage you to think about what it is that I'm sharing and see what it is that God wants you to do. Talk to God about this and see, God, what do you want me to do? Know that I'm not telling you, you can never listen to secular music. You can't even hear it in the grocery store. Well, I mean, if you're in the grocery store, sometimes you can't really help it. (laughs) But that's not what I'm telling you. I just want you to think about what it is that God is saying to you through this message. All right, so what is secular music? So in order to find out the definition of the word secular, I went to a dictionary from today, and it said, it is the attitudes, activities, and other things that have no religious or spiritual basis. Now, one thing that I like to do, because I just like to do this, is I like to go back to the 1828 dictionary, and you can actually look that up online. And what I love about this dictionary is, It has the definitions of these words before God was taken out of everything. And so this is what it says about the word secular. It says, pertaining to the present world or things not spiritual or holy, relating to things not immediately or primarily respecting the soul, but the body, worldly. And so that is what secular means. Basically, it's just not something that honors God. Not necessarily that it's bad, it's just not something that honors God. And in that definition, it says primarily respecting the soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And so something that is secular is not necessarily benefiting your mind, your will, and your emotions, but the body or your flesh or the things that you crave. So then with that being said, what is secular music? Well, it's music that pertains to things that are not spiritual or holy, It is music that is not immediately or primarily respecting the soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions, but your body. It's worldly. And like I said, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. It doesn't even mean that it's not clean. It just means that it's not honoring God. And again, I'm not telling you to throw away your secular music. I'm not telling you anything like that. So please, again, bear with me and listen to this because I was right there where you are hearing this message as a teen myself. A lot of music today is catchy. I totally get it. A lot of music is catchy. A lot of secular music is catchy. 
And sometimes it can seem like a lot of the secular artists are better musicians than some of the Christian artists. I get it. So when I became a Christian, I was 17 years old. And up to that point, I listened to some very secular music. That's all I listened to. And I thought that as a Christian, the only music that they had were like these old hymns that these old ladies would sing because that's what my grandma listened to. And I thought, wow, I don't think that I could listen to Christian music because there is no way that you're going to get this teenage girl listening to that music. Now, if you like old hymns, I am not saying anything against you. (laughs) It just was not my style. And so I listened to very secular music, like music that was not good at all. And the reason I did wasn't because I liked what the lyrics said. I liked it the way they sounded. I liked the singer's voices. I liked how upbeat they were. I could jump around and have fun to them. Honestly, I didn't even think about the lyrics or even pay much attention to what they were singing. I just liked the sound of the music. I never actually sat back and thought, what does this song say? What does it really mean? (laughs) No, I just sang them and I listened to them. The problem was, though, that Proverbs 18.21 tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And whatever we speak or sing, even if we're not paying attention to the words, we will eventually see that in our lives. And if we really look at the lyrics that some of these songs are saying, we'll find out that a lot of what we are singing about is what we're actually thinking about, even if you haven't sat back and thought about the words. So I remember being in a high school slash college conference in the beautiful Rocky Mountains of Colorado, and the pastor was talking about this very thing, why the music we listened to was so important. Many of my friends at the time, me included, at first rebelled of the thought of getting rid of my secular music. How dare they tell me what music I should listen to? It's not that bad. Those are some of the things I thought. And then God really began to get a hold of my heart. and He began to show me what it was that I was singing. And as I began to think about the lyrics that I was singing or listening to, they really started to bother me. These songs weren't the greatest songs at all. (laughs) It's not that they had language, because I wasn't really into that even when I wasn't a Christian. But what they were singing about was all about the three different kinds of sin that the Bible talks about, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. So they talked about depression, how heartbroken they were. They talked about how angry they were. They talked about how good-looking some of those men out there were. They talked about rebelling. They talked about things like getting more money and driving the best cars. It wasn't until I really started paying attention to the lyrics that I was singing and listening to that I realized that those exact thoughts— were what I was dealing with. I fought off feelings of depression a lot. I got to a point in my life where honestly, I was emotionally numb. I could not even feel anything. And as a result, I would self-harm just so I could feel something again. I was so depressed. I didn't think that I was good enough for anybody. I didn't think anybody who ever was supposed to love me actually did love me. I had so many negative thoughts going on in my head. Depression was one of those big things that I fought. I also fought off anger. I fought off anger that I had to fight through my life on my own. 
And at that point, I didn't have Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I didn't know that I could rely on God to walk through that fire with me. I just thought I was doing this life alone. And I was angry. I had to fight off the feelings of if I didn't have a boyfriend, I was nothing. I didn't really mean anything. I wasn't valuable to anybody. And then when I did have boyfriends, those relationships were not good at all. A couple of them were very abusive, and other ones just led me down an even darker path of depression. They always left me more broken than before I even dated these guys. And so after the realization that, wow, the things that I've been singing and listening to, even though I never really paid attention to the words, I was actually seeing those things happen in my life. And I wish I could say that as soon as I realized that, that I got rid of all of my secular music, I didn't. <laughs> it wasn't easy for me. I did, I did get rid of the ones that I thought were the worst. But I still held on to some of them because music was something that was a part of me. And like I said, there was no way that I was going to be listening to those hymns that were sung by old women. That just wasn't going to happen. (laughs) And again, no offense to those of you who love that kind of music. I just didn't. So then I discovered a whole new genre of music that did glorify God and was something that I could really get into, like Cutlass and Skillet and Reliant K. And then when I saw that God was bringing forth all of these amazing musicians that honored God, I was like, okay, I don't need this music anymore. And that's when I finally released and let go of the other ones. And let me tell you, it was hard. And even to this day, I can be in a store and I can hear one of those songs and I know instantly who sang that song. I know instantly the worst that song. And it's amazing because I haven't heard those songs in years. But that is the way that the enemy works. And so it's just really interesting because I can tell you what, if I remembered Bible verses as well as I remembered some of those songs, (laughs) it would be so amazing. Okay, so that's my story. But why music? Why does it really matter the music that we listen to? I mean, I just explained to you a little bit about the words and how we can see those things happen in our lives. But why? And again, I know I keep saying this, but I really want you to hear this. I'm not telling you to get rid of your music. That is between you and the Lord. I do want to encourage you, though, to think about what I'm sharing. Think about the songs that you're singing and listening to and ask yourself, does this really glorify God? Is this really how God wants me to live my life? The reason music is one of those things that we honestly fight against more than a lot of other things is because music is one way that the enemy can deceive us. We think, well, it's just a song. It doesn't really matter. That's not what I really believe. But the more we sing it, the more we're renewing our mind to those words, the more the enemy can have place in our life. So again, I want you to think about the music, the songs that you're singing, and just really ask yourself, does this glorify God? Now, there's a lot of clean music out there that is good music. There's not any bad lyrics in it whatsoever, and that's okay. But I want you to really think about the songs that you're singing and say, does this glorify God or does this talk about those three types of sin? The lust of the flesh, which is our earthly cravings, the things that we want more than anything or the depression and the anger and all of those things. Is it the lust of the eyes? Oh man, that guy is really good looking. 
Or is it the pride of life? I'm better than everybody else. Think about those things and say, does this really glorify God? 2 Corinthians 10.5 tells us that we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. That means that when we have thoughts that come against the things that God says, we need to take those thoughts captive because if we don't, we are going to eventually see those things in our lives. What we think about, we will eventually see. What we sing about, we will eventually see, just like Proverbs 18.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So I just encourage you, think about those words. Do they line up with what God's word says? And if they don't, ask God, God, what do you want me to do? Romans 12.2 tells us to not be conformed to the patterns of this world, meaning that we are not to look like this world. We are going to stand out. And yet people will make fun of us and people will be mad at us. I was just talking to a teen earlier tonight who goes to a public school and he is very outspoken about the word of God. And he is very outspoken about sharing Jesus with everybody around him. And the people in his school don't like that he does that. And they are mad at him and they tell him all these things and they call him all of these names. But he is not going to stop just because they don't like it. He is going to continue to share the goodness of God because he knows that God can make them free in every area of their life. So don't be conformed to the patterns of this world. We're going to look different. And it's going to cause us sometimes to walk through that persecution, but don't let that stop you. If you're walking through that persecution, talk to somebody about it that you can trust, your youth pastor, your parents. Reach out to me in the Uncommenting app. You can click on that tab that says connect with Jamie. Reach out to me. I would love to encourage you. I would love to give you some Bible verses to stand on. I would love to pray for you. So don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God is for your life. Ladies, the more we think about things, the more we renew our minds to them. And if we're thinking about things that don't glorify God, We're renewing our minds to those things. And that's why I just highly encourage you to just think about the words that you're singing. Does it glorify God? And let me tell you, eventually you're not going to miss that music. I've walked through it. I know. I've been there. If you are curious about what music that you can listen to that's like what artist, reach out to me again through that Connect with Jamie tab on the app And ask me, and I will look it up for you. I will come up with some really awesome artists that are similar to what it is that you like to listen to. So does the music that you listen to really matter? Yeah, it really does matter. It matters because, ladies, your life is so important. And I don't want you struggling with depression, with anxiety, with heartbreak. I don't want you struggling, just trying to get through your next day. I want you to actually enjoy life. I want you to know that God loves you so very much, and he has a plan for your life that's so amazing. So just think about it this week. Talk to God about it and ask him what it is that he wants you to do. All right, so now repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. 
All right, ladies, just a couple quick announcements before we go. One, our website and app are up and working. Yay, praise God. Thank you for all of you who prayed. The second announcement is Uncommenting Live. Oh my goodness, if you have not gotten your tickets yet, what are you waiting for? Oh my goodness, this is going to be life-changing. Ladies, you are not going to want to miss this. We got some speakers lined up, some of them which have been guests on the Uncommenting podcast who are absolutely amazing. Be sure to head on over to the app and click on the tab that says Uncommenting Live and get your tickets today. And then lastly, the third announcement is this. Our SOAR coaching community is open for you. Our SOAR coaching community is open for you and we would love to have you join us. If you are looking for a place where you can meet new friends who are your age, who love God, who want to have a lot of fun, and who are encouraging, this is the community for you. And the best part is, it's only $19 a month. So budget-friendly for anybody. If you would like to learn more about SOAR, all you need to do is go to the app and click on the tab that says, Have You Joined the Community? And you can learn more there. All right, ladies, have an amazing week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommenting Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big. And he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommenting. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. 
All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.